Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Off of the Couch podcast. Maggie here. Hollywood Stevens Tam, known on Instagram as Maui Meat and Fitness, is 62 years old. She demonstrates fitness and mobility on Instagram and is trying to change the narrative around aging. We talked on Wednesday, August 9th, and the Maui fire that burned Lahaina was on August 8th. We had this talk scheduled the week before. She could see the upcountry fire from her driveway, but she wasn't personally at risk. We did talk about the fires, and I edited that out. I have a connection to Maui because my sister lives there, and I usually spend a few weeks there every winter. Her husband has been helping with the recovery efforts, and I will put a link in the show notes for people wanting to donate. Yeah, so why don't you tell your story? I mean, I mostly have followed your Instagram and looked at all your posts, and uh, um, I really love how you talk about, you know, muscle for aging, and so I was interested in. Well, I I only, I've always been very athletic, um, but I was more into the cardio scene. I, I, you know, that's what we were led to believe back in the 80s, that you had to do all your aerobics and and all of that. And so it wasn't until four years ago when I started doing the carnivore diet, I thought, oh, maybe I'll uh, start looking into more muscle uh, building. And being that my husband is very much into weightlifting and weight uh, and coaching uh, Olympic lifting. Um, and we have that beautiful setup in our garage. Um, I thought, okay, now's the time I'm, I've changed my diet. I want to change my body composition. And so um, I've been uh, seriously lifting for about four years now, and my first pull-up was at age 59. So, oh. yeah, spring chicken in order to do a <laughs> a pull-up, uh, it can happen. A lot of right. work happen. Um, I, I don't know. Are you are you into the carnivore diet or what? What? what is- um, I eat a like a real food lower carb diet. I have, I do not eat a carnivore diet, but I really am into real food and I, um, I am a personal trainer. So, um, but you're in better shape than I am. I did pull-ups when I was in my twenties and I have a goal to do them again, but I'm not there yet, but I'm working yeah, I've on never it. Done my life <laughs> until I was 59. So that's, it was a big a, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of firsts I'm, I'm actually getting in my 60s that I never did in my even, you know, I have a fitness background myself mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, I worked for the military contracted out to do uh, oh. conditioning classes for them. I worked for the parks and recreation conditioning classes for them. I worked for the YMCA um, conditioning classes. So I have right. years, years of fitness behind me. But um, doing things now that I could never do back in those days. So um, that's the interest. It's been an interesting journey and it never ends. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the mindset change then? Because I saw your pictures from, I think you were in your forties or fifties where, you know, you weren't overly heavy, but you were, 
you weren't muscular by any means. Yeah. Yeah. Those were my cardio days. I spent hours on the treadmill and did, you know, all my aerobic exercises. Um, I, during some of those pictures, I was more on the standard American diet. And then I got very sick. Um, I ended up having two surgeries within six months of each other. Um, And I was having a horrific perimenopause uh, issues which is interesting because not a single doctor did a hormone panel during those times or checked my thyroid during those time. They just kept telling me that, you know, eat better, move more, eat less, you know, the same old, same old. And uh, so I ended up having um, my ovaries and a fallopian tube removed and uh, went into menopause overnight. And that was a nightmare still couldn't get any kind of help or resolution to resolve this. And I was sleeping maybe one lucky two hours a night. Oh, I could no. not. And that went on for months. Wow. And um, so I ran into a friend who told me about bioidentical hormone replacement. And I dived into that and started doing all my research and uh, finally found a good practitioner who knew what she was doing that's another hard thing when you get into hormone replacement therapy is trying to find somebody who even knows something about it. And so uh, once I got on those, I, I was able to think again and started sleeping and feeling human again. And um, so from uh, then on, um, I, I felt better and started looking into different uh, diet changes because I knew nutrition had a lot to do with uh, healing. And so I uh, went on keto and did keto for 10 months, but I still had that uh, addiction to sugar because on keto, you can have your keto treats and whatnot. You're still eating those, those uh, tasty treats. And so I knew I was going to have to do, do more than just that. And I started hearing about the carnivore diet. And, um, and so my husband went on the carnivore diet first because- okay. He never liked vegetables anyway. And I grew my own vegetables. I had my two organic gardens and I was doing my green juices and, you know, uh, eat your vegetables, yeah. and color of the rainbow and your fruits and all of that. But I wasn't get really feeling as good as I, I thought I should be feeling. So he went on it for six months and I said, oh, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. No one can just live off of me. And so he was doing better and better. And I thought, well, I got to stick around because if he dies, he's got a great life insurance plan. Somebody's got to spend that money. <laughs> and I waited and I waited and it didn't work. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, there, there must be something to this. So I decided, okay, I'll give it a try for a month. Did uh-huh. it a month. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling pretty darn good. Okay, uh, let's go for three months. And as three months passed, I was like, oh, okay, my body, I don't have any more joint pain. I, I'm wow. feeling fabulous. My body composition is changing. So uh, 4.5 years later, here I am still doing it. Um, wow. Although I'm on a higher uh, protein version these last two and a half years than I, I was in the uh, initial, uh, where they do more high fat. And uh, mm-hmm. I, after doing my research on high protein and and the importance of it for aging uh, individuals. Um, I thought that this was a better route for me and it sure enough has paid off and big dividends and 
and has helped the performance and uh, body composition. So oh, very that's happy. great. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Uh, so um, do you have trouble accessing uh, a lot of meat there or do you have a lot of local sources? Like I know there's um, ranching up in that area. I, I buy the conventional meat, um, but uh -huh. I do have, um, yeah, I do have uh, friends who are hunters and we have an over explosion of uh, access deer here because okay. there are predators. So they beg people to go and hunt deer because they're destroying the ecosystem here. And so um, we get regular uh, uh, gifted uh, deer meat and bones, which I make uh, bone broth with and stuff. Oh, so nice. Cards, yeah, to get game meat, yeah. Oh, so it has and then, like you said, we do have our natural uh, ranchers, a uh, couple of uh, cattle rancher uh, companies here locally. So it's always available. Oh, that's good. Yeah, talk a little bit more about the protein. How how did you? Um, come to find out more about high protein and uh, if I don't know if you're following Dr. Gabrielle Lyon but yeah. if you aren't you should yeah I learned so much from her she is a wealth of information and uh, her mentor Dr. Uh, Donald Lehman um, he does a lot of YouTube channels and so he's like the godfather of protein um, been studying it over 50 years, uh, he has all the latest research and everything. So she was mentored by him. So when I started following her and she, and she started talking about, you know, the amount of protein uh, that you need per meal, especially as you age, it's harder for uh, muscle protein uh, synthesis for the ager, aging uh, uh, population. So you need more protein and especially the RDL is very uh, uh, low. Uh, yeah. minimal just enough to get by on and people are even having a hard time hitting that so you can imagine um, you know if you're not even getting the RDL what it's doing for our muscles so um, just learn the timing of uh, how much protein you should get throughout the day how many times a day you should do it and the amount of uh, grams per uh, lean body weight so um learned all that from uh, Dr. Lyon. And so I started implementing that and noticed a, a significant improvement in not only uh, muscle mass and, and getting leaner, but fewer injuries um, and just better overall performance. So, um, I mean, she knows what she's talking about. Uh, she's a mus muscle-centric uh, doctor and that's her, she works with the Navy SEALs and and high-performing athletes, so she knows exactly, you know, how to to tweak it so that you, you're getting what you need. And then she's also worked uh, in uh, with the uh, aging population in her residency. So she's worked with the 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 uh, 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 aging. She's seen them with the uh, sarcopenia, the muscle wasting, and yeah, and what it lack of protein does. So, um, so I said, okay, I'm on board. She convinced me she's got the science to back it up. So that's what I've been focusing on these last two and a half years. And, and it's been a, a major improvement in, 
and she knows what she's talking about. So if anybody's not following her, I, I highly recommend to go to her uh, Instagram account or go to her YouTube um, uh, uh, interviews. She's got some fabulous, every time I, I listen to a new interview uh, from her, I, I learn something new. So um, that's a great uh, resource right there. So do you follow her? Yeah, I have not listened to um, a lot of her podcasts and uh, I should, I think yeah, I have heard her interviewed by other people. Yeah. And, um, I really like the whole muscle centric fitness thing. I mean, we've looked at it backwards for so long. Like you said, we were told eat less, move more, lose weight, you know, but really I'm, it's, it's taken me a long time, even though I've like been involved in um, using weights for quite a few years. I got my personal training when I turned 40, but I just I'm starting to really see it differently, you know, that we really need to build muscle and have this strong skeletal muscle and then a little subcutaneous fat and <laughs> to be strong, maybe because I'm aging, you know, that I realize it's not just about getting ready for your vacation or right. it's a um, long, yeah. That future self to uh, get us ready so that we can live independently when we're 70 and 80. Right. And, and what's interesting is I come from a, uh, background of my mom uh, was born with a rare form of uh, uh, muscular dystrophy. Oh. So she, she was never supposed to walk uh, as a child, never participated in any sports. Um, she did end up walking, and um, but she had, would always fall and was very weak. And, and um, she actually lived independently up until the age of 90 when she had a stroke. Wow. And um, just watching her trying to get around and especially as she got older and the less she was able to be mobile, um, I guess it kind of just lit a fire in me to, to say I, I, you know, how important it is to keep your mobility and, and your muscle and, and just being able to move after watching her go through you know, her life, not being able to do much physically. Wow. And so that, that was kind of a, I come from an interesting perspective when it comes to looking at aging and, and yeah. uh, physicality, you know? So, um, yeah, that's probably why I, I'm so fascinated with muscles and, and uh, our machine, this amazing machine that we have and how it works is just following her through the years of, you know, struggling to just walk. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, my, my uh, mom passed away in her nineties last year and she didn't have muscular dystrophy, but she just didn't really believe in exercise towards the end. You know, like when she was younger, she would to try to, you know, look good when, but um, as she got older, she didn't. And same thing, you know, getting in and out of a chair and not, you know, and you lose that independence when you can't do certain things by yourself. And yeah, it really lit a fire under me too. Because to yeah. it's so unnecessary, right? You know, and I kept telling her, you got to get up and walk. Yeah. Oh, I just like reading. It's so yeah. enjoyable to read. And I don't want to do walking. And I'm, oh, you're going to lose your ability. You have to do it, you know? 
And with muscular dystrophy, once that muscle is gone, no getting it back. Yeah. She just believed that her vitamins and supplements would keep her going. Yeah. (laughs) So we always butted heads on that, but. You know, it is oh, what it she is. She made it a long time for having a muscle wasting disease. That's, yeah. That's incredible. Impressed with her. I bet. Yeah. Well, having five kids and my father was in the military, so he wasn't home much. You know, she was wow. uh, the major caregiver and five active yeah. kids running around and making trouble. So, wow. Ever <laughs> young for a long time. Wow. Oh, let me switch gears. What does your workout look like these days? Well, I train five days a week and um, three of those are full body weight lifting training days. And then the other two are, um, I focus, uh, I do my high intensity or some type of cardio conditioning, mobility, flexibility. Those two days I'm on my own. My husband doesn't train me on those two days. So I kind of mm-hmm. just pull around and try new things out and, and do what I want to do. And, and so I, those days are, can be fun. Nice. <laughs> and then the days when he's on me with the whip and, you know, <laughs> very structured and, and okay. I don't filming of my weightlifting because he doesn't like me, you know, cutting into his time that we're, keep focused and do what we're there to do. So uh, most of my, uh, uh, you'll see in my little clips, my reels are not so much uh, focused on the, my weightlifting program per se, but I'll just show short little clips of you know what I've been able to accomplish or what I'm working on. Or so most of it, uh, most people see, tend to like the mobility um, okay. clip that I put up or, you know, the challenges or stuff like that, which I find kind of interesting. So, um, and then I have two days of rest, which are greatly needed. Mm -hmm. Um, After every workout I do, do, uh, I have a personalized infrared sauna that I sit in. Oh, nice. And then I jump in, I have a a cold uh, pool or uh, plunge. And I don't do it with ice. I just do it with regular, you know, room temperature it's gold for me yeah Uh, yeah I I do the same I do the same I have a just a little inflatable pool in our shed and it I don't put ice in it but it's It's cold enough enough. yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does the job and it really does help with recovery and and it does help with sleep and I feel really afterwards so um I'll do that after every workout yeah so that's helpful nice Nice. And uh, do you now you do you guys do any coaching or is the Instagram your main way that you motivate other Uh, people? Well, my husband, he um, he is the uh, uh, president of the Hawaii Weightlifting Association. here, And he works with a a group of coaches. And one of the 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 guy who's in charge uh, was an Olympic lifter for the Olympics for two years in a row. So they train. uh, Olympic lifting at a uh, they coach uh, at a gym a local gym here and he's got a couple of um, a master women women uh, uh, record holders uh, Olympic lifters excuse me <clears throat> that he works with so yes he does uh, do coaching uh, locally here 
Uh, I often get people uh, sending me DMs asking if I will do personal coaching and, mm-hmm. and no, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of the fitness coaching. I've done that so many years. It's my retirement right now. Okay. Loving life. So no, I yeah. don't do personal coaching, but I will be your biggest cheerleader. Nice. <laughs> and I'll direct you to people I know who do personal coaching. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that I, I have become uh, befriended on Instagram. So I'll give, a, you know, a list of people that I think, you know, might help you or get you started or, but I, I uh, most people I, I say, um, I would re- much rather have them go to a gym and get hands-on training mm. if they're new to weightlifting. Yeah. Because it's really important, as you know, to, to get the form down, to understand the technique to know how to work the machines, to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And just to have somebody looking at you and telling you, mm, you need to tighten this or you need to, yeah. you know, get your elbows in or something, you know, to that effect. So that's my first um, uh, suggestion is I always tell them, find a gym near you, because I figure if it's near you, the chances of you making it a regular practice is higher right. and looking for, um, you know, a personal trainer, and it doesn't have to be a long-term investment just to get you started. So you understand what you're doing and start light because you're going to hurt and you're going to hurt really bad (laughs) when you're new to weightlifting, as you know, uh, lifting up a bar of soap uh, after doing some uh, uh, curls can be very painful if you've never done it before. So it's it's an adjustment period. So you don't want to overdo in the beginning. So um, that, that's pretty much the suggestions that I, I often give people who reach out to me for help. So, Oh, that's yeah. great. Do you do yeah. personal I, I do a little bit. I do kind of what you said. I uh, teach people um, a machine circuit. Usually I, we also have, I work at a YMCA. So, oh. um, so I mostly teach people a routine and then they're on their own. I do a little bit of personal training. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's where I started was at a YMCA Nice. when I first started teaching classes over there back in the eighties, when it, you wore the headbands and the leg warmers and <laughs> yeah, I had those too. Yeah. The leotards. <laughs> right. Things have changed. I know. Now I don't, I don't know why we wore that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because flash dance, the movie did. So right. everybody. <laughs> right flash dance yeah oh good oh well your uh yeah your posts are really motivating so is there anywhere else um online that people can find you besides instagram or is that your main that's my main uh, i do uh-huh. have a page but that one is more geared towards family and friends okay private one and i really been enjoying my time on uh, instagram uh, been able to reach a lot more people through that than I have uh, through Facebook. So yeah, I would say that's the uh, my main interest right now. Um, it's been an interesting journey. I've really enjoyed it and meeting a lot of great people like yourself and um, just enjoying uh, talking with like-minded individuals and, and getting people off the couch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And your Maui meat and fitness. Is that? Yeah. Maui meat yeah, and fitness. That's great. One. Yeah. Yeah. 62. 
the 63 in January, somebody okay. was just asking, when are you going to, when is your age going to change? I said, in a year, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I have nothing. I can't control that. It will change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Anything you want to add before I stop uh, recording? Or? No, that's, uh, I think we covered most yeah. of, I think the only thing I would say is, um, yes, exercise is, is very important, but I, I do believe exercise and nutrition go hand in hand. And as we discussed, protein is, is should be your number one when it comes to uh, nutrition and um, a good source of protein, one that's bioavailable, uh, that your body absorbs um, the best, which unfortunately uh, to, for many, and is a trigger for many, would be animal sourced proteins. So um, you'll, if you're a plant-based person, you're gonna need a whole lot more protein than what you're getting uh, through plant-based than you are getting through animal-based. So um, that's, just keep your eye on the protein and keep uh, keep your body moving. And aging should be a, a very wonderful thing. It shouldn't be a, a curse at all. It should be enjoyable. Awesome. All right, hold on. I'll stop the recording. Let's see. So check out Maui Meat and Fitness on Instagram. I know you'll be inspired. And if you want to help out Maui at this time, you can go to the hawaiicommunityfoundation.org, Maui Strong Fund. Thanks so much for listening to the Off of the Couch podcast. Take a small step. See you next week.